Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to An Overcoming Life. You can have an overcoming life, you know. You really can through Jesus Christ. Um, Melinda has got a word for you today that God spoke to her that I know is going to bless you. Melinda, thank you for being here and sharing. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I'm just excited. You know, God is so good, isn't He? All the time. He's a miracle-working God. And uh, I just pray that this is going to bless you today and open the mind of your understanding and that you're going to uh, be blessed. And there's going to be things that we're going to talk about today that's going to encourage you and set you on a course that you've not been on before. Amen. We're in agreement on that. Amen. (laughs) Well, the title of my message today is Faith Builds an Ark. And, you know, when we think of an ark, the first thing I think about, of course, is Noah. So I want to go back to the book of Genesis, chapter 6, and I want to read a little bit in here about Noah and how God instructed him to build this ark. So beginning in uh, verse 5 of chapter 6, it says, When the Lord God saw that the extent of human wickedness and that the trend and direction of men's lives were only towards evil, he was sorry he had made them. So there was gross evil upon the earth. And in the Living Bible, it said it broke his heart. Hmm. In the King James Version, it says it grieves the Lord. But if you can imagine God's heart even be broken, I mean, you know, he has feelings. God has feelings. He gave us feelings. Amen. And so verse 7 said, and he said, I will blot out from the face of the earth all mankind that I created. Yes, and the animals too, and the reptiles and the birds. For I'm sorry I made them. Here's the history of Noah. Now he's going to talk a little bit, bit about Noah. He was only he was the only righteous man living on the earth at that time. The only righteous man. He tried always to conduct his affairs according to God's will. And he had three sons. His sons were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Meanwhile, the crime rate was rising rapidly across the earth, and as seen by God, the world was rotten to the core. So as God observed how bad it was and saw that all mankind, was, how bad it was, and, it, and how they were vicious and depraved, he said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all mankind, for the earth is filled with crime because of man. Yes, I will destroy mankind from the earth. So then he instructs Noah. He says, no, I want you to go out and I want you to build an ark. And it says that he built this ark from gopher wood. And so I looked up the word gopher wood to see exactly what type of material. And it was more than likely, they said, cypress wood, which if you know anything about cypress wood, it says that cypress wood is a very, very strong wood and uh, it's very durable, very durable. And so, you know, it took him building this boat according to the way God told him to make it, it had to be strong. And it, you know, and then he put pitch on the outside so that, you know, there wouldn't be leaks and things like that. It took Noah approximately fifty five to seventy five years to build this mm-hmm. ark. 
and God mm. spoke to him. Can you imagine? I mean, and, uh, you know, people didn't believe him. People didn't believe that there was going to be a flood. But anyway, in verse 18, it says, uh, God told Noah, I promise to keep you safe in the ship. I mm. promise to keep you safe in the, the ark with your wife and your sons and their wives. And you know what? It also says in here that that Noah was perfect. It didn't say that his his wife was perfect, his sons were perfect, his wives were perfect. In fact, he said he was the only righteous man. His family was included, though, because of because of his righteousness. Wow. You know, as for me and your house, you shall be saved. So God honors his word, you know, and he, and he said, you know, he brought them all in. So anyway, so uh, there's an ark that was built from materials in the natural world. But there's also an ark that we build. And you're going to see this today, an ark that we build by faith in the spirit world. And uh what a benefit it is to us. So God can make a way where there seems to be no way for you when you come to know him and you trust him and you begin to, you know, get into God's word because this is who he is. He's inseparable from the word. He is the word. Jesus was made the word he, uh, and he became flesh, it says. He was the word and became flesh and dwelt among us. So God tells us to seek first his kingdom. And everything else will be added to you. Seek him first. And God will take care of you when you follow him and you serve him. Um, also, uh, when you build an ark with the word of God, God meets all those needs. He meets all those needs when you begin to build your uh, spiritual ark. Uh, he will provide anything that you're ever going to need on this earth. You're not going to lack uh, now, there might be times when you go through things. We all go through trials and tribulations, but God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. Everything he's done, he did on Calvary for you when he died on the cross. John 16, 33 says, I have told you all this so that you will have peace of heart and mind. Here on earth, you're going to have many trials and tribulations, but cheer up, Jesus says, for I have overcome the world. He's already overcome it for us. Amen. And so that means we can overcome and you'll see it in just a minute through another scripture. So our spiritual being must build a house or ark with the word of God, the living God to be an overcomer in this world. That's how you're going to do it by building that ark by faith. God has said in his word that he's made us more than conquerors. That's found in Romans 8. 37. Yet in all these things, we are more. It says we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. And this describes one who wins, not just barely wins, but wins in an ordinary victory. I mean, an ordinary victory, more, more than conquerors, right? I'd say over the top victory. Amen. You are one who is overpowering and achieving abundant victory. That's who you are. That's who God made us. Amen. So my question today to you is what kind of house, what kind of spiritual house are you building? What are you building your house out of? Are you building your house on the solid rock, which is Jesus Christ? Or are you building your house on the sinking sand? So I want to uh, read now in Matthew chapter um, 7 about these two types of foundations. Um, we're going to look at it. Okay, 724 of Matthew. Here's what Jesus says. All who listen to my instructions and follow them. 
You can't just listen to it. You got to follow it. You're wise. You're like a man who builds his house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floods rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse for it is built on the rock. It's not going to fail. God's word will not fail you, brother and sister. It will not fail you. But you have to be wise and you have to build it on Jesus Christ and his word. Now, verse 26, but those who hear my instructions and ignore them are foolish. So here we've got the wise and the foolish. You ignore them, you're foolish. You're like a man who builds his house on sand. For when the rains and the floods come and the storm winds beat against his house, it will fall with a mighty crash. The crowds were amazed at Jesus' sermons, for he taught as one who had authority and not as their Jewish leaders. Why did he have authority? Because he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> he was God's son. And he was trying to tell people, you know, and, and about the kingdom of God. And that's what we're here to do today is to instruct you about the kingdom of God. So the foundation of saying, if we're building our life on sand, if we're building our life on anything, anything that can be taken from us, we're building it on sand. What would be some of those things? Well, looks, popularity. Uh, 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 you know, becoming famous, money, mm -hmm. uh, relationships, mm -hmm. homes, uh, all types of material things. Yeah. You know, if you're building your life on that, you're building it on sinking sand. So, uh, and 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 it's not. Uh, you're very going to be very insecure with that type of life. But if you're building your foundation on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, Christ can't be taken from you. He said he would never leave you. He will never forsake you. And isn't that uh, some type of personal security right there? Yeah. What type of personal security is that? It's awesome. Yes. Amen. It's awesome. So how do we begin to build our spiritual ark? Well, first, you need to be born again. And uh, you need to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sin. You need to repent. You need to be remorseful for the things you know that are wrong and that you've done. I mean, it's not just enough to throw out a prayer. You need to be repentant. That means remorseful. You are sorry uh, for what you've done. And, and ask Jesus to forgive you and that you believe he's the son of God and to come and be the Lord of your life. Ask him into your heart and believe he's the son of God. It says you'll be born again. And also... Uh, you need to be spending time in God's Word. You know, when I got born again, and maybe you can vouch for this, I mean, I had a hunger for God's Word. I wanted yes. to be in His Word. I wanted to learn about Him. I wanted to learn all that there was. And thank God He led me to a church where uh, the whole counsel of God was being taught. Uh, and I thank God for it. So you need to be spending time. It is your spiritual food. Luke 11, 27 and 28 says, As he was speaking to a woman in a crowd, it, there was a big crowd, uh, some, a woman yelled out and she said, God bless your mother, the womb from which you came in the breast that gave you suck. And Jesus replied, But even more blessed are those who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Mm -hmm. Even more blessed. We've got to hear it. And we got to put it into practice. Amen? Amen. So when you read the word and you study and you meditate, you are renewing your mind with the word of God. Because you know what? Let's face it. When you're sinners and you're out there living in the world and you start getting into the word, it's a whole, it's so different. It's like you were in the dark and now I'm in the light. Right. And it's a That's whole okay. new way of living. Uh, and, that, and you've got to renew your mind. You've got to find out what does God like? What does God dislike? 
What, what is he instructing me to do? How are you going to know unless you spend time in his word? There's instructions for us on what to do. And you'll be blessed, it says, if you do those things. Amen. Um, another word for renew might be reprogramming. We, mm-hmm. we, we've got to get our mind reprogrammed yes. with the things of God versus how the world operates. God says, come out from among them. Be separated from them. We're not supposed to keep living in the dark if we say we love Jesus. We come out of the darkness. Amen. Right. So Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will. That's how you're going to know what his will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's how you will know. Amen. The Living Bible says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but be a new and different person. When you're born again, it says old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Okay, be a different person with a fresh newness in all that you do and think. Amen. Then you will learn from your own experience how his ways will really satisfy you. Amen. So believing his word, you have to believe his word and you got to speak it out your mouth. We're going to go into that in another teaching, uh, which I hope that you'll enjoy. Um, but in Luke eleven thirty nine through 41, it says, Then Jesus said to him, You Pharisees wash the outside, but the inside you are still dirty, full of greed and wickedness. Fools. He called them fools. Don't. Didn't God make the inside as well as the outside? And then he said something that in the Living Bible that just touched my heart. He said, purity is best demonstrated by generosity. (laughs) Amen. Now, you know. Uh, when I was even a little girl, I was real tight with my money. I would get money and we would go into a store and I would pick out some things. I loved coloring books and color crayons. And so, you know, I would find one. I'd go up there and I would tell my mother that I wanted. She'd say, okay, well, you've got some money. You know, somebody gave me some money. Usually my grandparents. That she'd say, you go up there and buy it. And I'd go, I'd get real sad. I'd say, no, I don't want to spend my money. <laughs> well, you know what? I was tight. God don't like people that are tight. I learned that. You know, uh, even one time when God blessed my husband and I with some money to go, you know, uh, uh, and, and, and we were talking about it in the car and, uh, uh, and the Lord spoke to uh, him to give a certain amount. And I had just got this offering from the church and I had it in my hand. And, uh, and, and he says, uh, well, this is how much we're supposed to be given. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, and you, you need to pray and ask the Lord. And uh, he said, because I think you're supposed to give what you just got. And I go, and I go what? <laughs> what? God just gave me this money and now you're telling me he wants me to give this away? I had to get my mind renewed about giving and being generous. Amen? And and, and thank God I listened and obeyed. Amen? <laughs> I listened and obeyed, but I am a good steward over my money. I'm not a spendthrift. I remind my husband of that all the time. I'm not a spendthrift. Aren't you happy that I'm not out charging up millions of dollars don't have me but you know what I'm saying just charging up your charge card but anyway okay I don't know how I got on that rabbit trail but anyway (laughs) Psalm 119.11 says your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you you know there's people that can be so concerned oh I just want to please God oh I don't want to offend God I'm just so concerned that they're going to hurt the heart of God they're doing something wrong you'll know You'll know when you're doing something wrong because the Holy Spirit will convict you. You'll know when something's not right. 
And, you know, you, you're either going to stop before you continue to move forward to do what's not right. Or if you've already done it, you're going to repent right away and say, Father, forgive me. Amen. And he does. Thank God he does. So when we build our ark on the solid rock by the word of the living God, listen to this. We are activating, strengthening and fortifying our spiritual immune system. Now, you know what? There's a lot of talk right now about immune system, isn't there? Amen. With what we're walking through in the earth right now, this plague. You know, and so there's natural things that we can do to strengthen our body, mm-hmm. our immune system in our body, yeah. which God gave us. So there's different vitamins you can take. There's different things you can do. But you also have a spiritual immune system. And that is fed by the word of the living God. So if you want mm-hmm. to build up your spiritual immune system. You've got to take that word. You've got to hear it. You've got to activate it because it's going to build strength in you. That's how you get strengthened. I heard, I used to go through the prayer lines at the prisons and jails and the number one thing they'd say, oh, pray that God will strengthen me. I'd say, get into the word and you'll get your strength. That's where your strength comes from. I mean, I can't lay my hand and say abracadabra, you know, know, uh, be strengthened. Yes, I can pray that, you know, strengthen their inner man. But you need to spend time in the word because that's how your inner man will be strengthened. Amen. And uh, God will strengthen you uh, when you stay connected to him. So I just thought that was so good about the spiritual immune, uh, uh, spiritual, our spiritual immune. And you know what? We're a three part being. We are a spirit. First off, we are a spirit. So what does that tell us? Doesn't the spirit, shouldn't that be the most important part of us, our spirit? We're spirit, we're soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and then our body. And And we're to take care of all of it. But just remember, the things of the spirit need to be number one. Number one. So I believe that as we strengthen our uh, uh, spiritual immune system, I think that it causes our body to even uh, line up. I really do. I believe that I believe, it just yeah. it just automatically because you know what? When you're spending time in the Word, it says you're being washed. You're being washed and cleansed by the Word as you you're, the washing of the Word. It says it washes you, exactly. it corrects you, it leads you, it guides you. The Word will work. It, it it's I just think it's doing so much more than we realize. But you know the devil will tell us, oh, you don't have time to spend in the Word. Uh, oh, don't. Oh, this isn't working. Uh, just because you think you you've read this and you're proclaiming this out your mouth that this is gonna work, uh, you're just wasting your time. He'll tell you you're wasting your time. Hmm. And then he's gonna try to block what you do when you do want to spend time with it. He because that just should tell you how important the Word is. Amen. <laughs> so Psalm one nineteen nine says. How can a young man stay pure? And here's what it says. By reading your word and following its rules. By reading the word and being a doer of it. This is how we remain pure. This is how we build that spiritual ark. So God's not called us to be in fear. He's not called you to be full of anxiety and torment. The beginning of anxiety when you let it in is the end of faith. And the begin, be, beginning of faith is the end of fear, torment, and every evil work that is set against you. It's the Amen. end of it. Amen. And that's why right now especially, the spirit of fear it tries to take control of your mind. And you have to stand against it like it's serpents trying to get into your door. I'm telling you right now, you have to stand against it because it's opposite. It will rob you of your faith. It will rob you. And faith is what helps build your spiritual ark. Amen? 
So you have to tell, uh, you have to confess. No, I have not been given a spirit of fear, but I've been given a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. I stand on the word of God. It belongs to me. I'm a child of the most high God and everything he's promised me in his word, it belongs to me. It belongs to me. And Satan, you're not going to steal it from me in Jesus name. This is what we have to do. It's mine. Get out in the name of Jesus. It says resist the devil and he's got to flee from you. Amen. Amen. Now, you know what? I just want to tell you that back in the 80s when I got born again and the Lord led me into a spirit-filled church, which Frank and Bobby were part of that church, so they know exactly what, I, what I'm talking about. Uh, we were taught the Word of God. We practiced the Word of God. The gifts of the Spirit were operating in that church. People were being healed. Needs were being met. There were miracles happening. We had all type of outreach ministries. I mean, it's really the one and only church I've ever had the privilege and honor of being a part of that I saw the Word and what the church is supposed to be, being that. Amen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it dramatically changed my life. And so, you know, I would get into the Word. They had a tape lending library. And I would get uh, check out these tapes and listen to them and listen to them because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But, you know, there came a time, I think it might have been, uh, I think it was my first child. Uh, my son Joshua was born. After that, I went. I just went through this period. I, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, I just uh, I, I just was backing up and I, I didn't want to go to church anymore. I didn't want to. And I mean, I love this church, but I didn't want to go there. I didn't. I was just turned off. So my husband was real concerned. He went and talked to the pastor about it. And uh, he made a comment. He said, well, you know, I really feel like it could be just her hormones. Because, you know, sometimes when you have children, your hormones are all out of whack. But, you know, I, I talked to a friend of mine who I'd actually... She was kind of in a backslidden condition, and I asked her to this church, and it changed her life. And so I began to talk to her about what I was going through. Sometimes we need to talk to people, you know. You don't need to be afraid to talk to somebody. And it needs to be somebody, of course, you trust. But I just told her what I was going through, and I had lost desire for the Word. I'd lost, hmm. I, I didn't even want to be in the Word, and that wasn't me. So she just told me this simple little thing to do. She said, you know, she said, uh, ever since I've been going to the church, said, um, it, the Lord just led me to get onto a daily Bible reading plan. And so she sent me this little book. And it was a book, and uh, it, it was something about victory, Bible reading plan. That's what it was called, victory. And uh, she just said, I promise you that if you will just take this one day at a time and begin to read this, and uh, read these scriptures, just start doing it, and, and just try to be, because, you know, they say you can form a habit if you mm -hmm. do something like about a month, you can Only form a habit. Day, yeah, yeah. Like and so that's what days. I did, and I'm telling you right now, I have been doing, I have been on that daily Bible reading plan since the 80s. Wow. And if you stay on it, you read the Bible through in a year. Okay. Not that I'm somebody saying, oh, look at me, I can read. No, no. This is what we're supposed to be doing. It's, a, it's just a way to discipline yourself. And you know what? We've got to discipline ourselves to to walk and do what God's told us to do, to put Him first. Uh, without His Word, where would I be? His Word has brought me victory in my life. Uh, His Word has brought me food when I needed it. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there was a time when we didn't even have enough meat in our house. And I said to Ronnie, we don't, we don't have any meat. We need, I need, we need hamburger meat. And he goes, well, how much do we need? And, and so, you know, I was just kind of being sarcastic because I was still so young and <laughs> in, inexperienced. And I didn't know that God would do things like that. And so he said, well, I said, well, just 10 pounds, you know, and it's my, it's my my hamburger story, I call it. Yeah. But, you know, 
We prayed together. I didn't tell. Listen to me, people. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to tell anybody but God. You don't have to ask anybody but God. I went to God with my husband and we prayed and agreed for 10 pounds of hamburger meat. And I'm telling you, it was a day or two later, I got a phone call from a woman that I did attend church with that knew nothing about her prayer. Not another human being on this earth knew what we had prayed and asked God for. And she was on the phone with me talking about something that didn't relate to any of this. And all of a sudden she said, God just told me that you need meat. <laughs> I tell you, it caused my head to tilt, tilt, tilt. You know, and then she says, how much? And I, 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 before I could even say anything, she says, never mind. God knows how much you need. I'll be there after work with it. And she walked in and set 10 pounds of hamburger meat on my kitchen table. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. That, that you might say, well, yeah, uh, that's a small thing. It was, and it changed my life. Yeah. It changed my life yeah. because I knew for that first time, God, you really do know me individually. You know the number of hairs on my head. And I know now that you're going to take care of me. So you know what? Guess what? Your faith is built line upon line, precept upon precept. Your faith grows. So then later when we needed uh, $2,000, later when uh, different needs come, came up, we did we applied the same principle. We would stand on the Word. We would confess the Word. We would speak to the mountain. And God would answer. God would answer. You've begun building a strong ark. Yes, a strong you know, that, ark. That 10 pounds right there yes, started exactly. building your strong it's exactly. ark. Exactly. But God, listen, you might be out there today and you have needs. You might be in a crisis situation and you don't, there is no way out. You're looking around and you're saying, I don't know how God is going to do this. This is overwhelming to me. But let me tell you something. You don't have to be overwhelmed because God is bigger than any problem. God is bigger than any mountain that you'll ever face in your life. And, and you know, he, he's the miracle worker. And, you know, so we're just going to use our faith today. We're mm -hmm. going to pray mm -hmm. that God is going to come and intervene in everyone who's listening to me right now, no matter what it is. So, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just speak over the people within the sound of my voice. And I send forth your word, God. And you said when we send it forth, it will yes. not return yes. void, but yes. it will accomplish that which we please. So, God, I just pray for people who are desperate right now, who are Amen. in critical situations. Situations, whether it be a lack of food, a lack of finances, uh, family problems, uh, marital problems, whatever it is, a sickness and disease. Maybe you've received a diagnosis that's just unbelievable and there's no way. You say there's no cure for this. Jesus Christ is the cures, brother, my sister. He By his stripes you were healed. He is the cure. He is the miracle worker. So, you know what? You might be said, yeah, but it's too late. I, I've not built my spiritual art. It's never too late. God is merciful. You can begin today in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for bringing deliverance to every single person out there that's listening to us today. Bring deliverance. Set them free in the name of Jesus, God. Heal their bodies. We come against sickness and disease. We curse it in the name of Jesus. We say, Get out of their bodies now. Amen. Be set free and be, yes. be made whole in the name of Jesus. <coughs> Father, we just give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Oh, that's a wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Wasn't that good? Beautiful. Beautiful. That was really good. Anointed. Amen. Would you amen. like a copy of today's program? <clears throat> if you would, all you have to do is ask. Our address is on the screen. Just let us know, and it'll be our joy and privilege to send it to you. And Melinda's <laughs> notes is posted. Yes. <coughs> they are posted. Right. Along with my message. Right. <coughs> so you can have both. It's up to you. 
Uh, this is Bobby. And this is Frank. Melinda. <laughs> Saying, God loves you, my friend. Yes, you, and so do we. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.